What is going down, fans? Your boy is back, and so are these two hooligans. The three of us are here for another episode 118 of the Comic Bookies podcast. Hope everyone's week is going fantastic so far. This week in sports, we have plenty to talk about. The Stanley Cup Finals is here, and a team has it well in hand. NBA Conference Finals are shaping up. The Euro knockout stage, some juggernauts have already been eliminated. NASCAR, first time at Road America. And we have a beef to pick with the NCAA and their treatment of the NC State baseball team. And over in comics, of course, like every single week, we have plenty of books to talk about, old and new, and plenty of news, including two movies that have just started production this week. John Lithgow returns to Dexter, and me and Sean discuss Loki Episodes 2 and three. So buckle up everyone and strap in for another episode of the Comic Bookies podcast. Glad to be back. Let's hit it, boys. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Grab your drinks and sit down and enjoy the soothing sounds of Mike, Mark, and Sean. Comic Bookies podcast is here. We are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Today, the last but fifth Wednesday of the month, June 30th, 2021, is New Comic Book Day, so go and get your books, new and old, from Alex. He'll set you up. You can get it curbside still. He can even mail it to you, or you can just walk in, mask or maskless. Fellas, uh, had to take the week off last week. My wife actually had surgery, uh, like a minor surgery, but uh, she had uh, – let's just say she had the procedure where we will not be having kids anymore. And then she also took care of – she had like the laparoscopy where she had like the you know the three little cuts, you know, like not like a huge ga- uh, you know gash or whatever. But uh, unfortunately, after the C-section for our second kid, uh, Camden, um, she developed a, a bunch of scar tissue that was causing her pain and stuff, and, and she just had to, you know, that taken care of. So um, stuff like that is real, and, uh, but she's doing well. And so how are you guys? Everything is good, bro. Uh, real quick to Danielle, happy you are doing better. Of course, I mean, bro, that's number one, the wife, her health, and yeah. happy she's doing good. Definitely sending love and care from the comic bookies, Mark and myself. But no, everything is good, bro. It's one of those good weeks because I only have to work Tuesday to Friday, and it's a three-day weekend coming up. I know Mark's going to be in Mexico this weekend. I got the gender reveal, which I know you'll be yeah. joining, uh, Mike. So the wife and I are super excited getting that planned. I mean, boy or girl, as long as it's healthy, I'm super happy. Hey, maybe we'll even do a poll on the Comic Bookies page tonight or tomorrow Ooh, there you and go. see what That's people think. But no, nah, man, it's a lot of good vibes, a lot of good energy. Everything is good, man. Mark, Mike, how are you guys doing? Welcome back. I'm happy that Danielle's uh, doing good. And most importantly, I'm happy that you guys are happy, brother. Uh, gender reveal. I know you're probably a little bit nervous, but it's exciting either way, as long as it's healthy, right? But uh, crazy stuff happening. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite holidays, I mean, is coming up right around the corner. Like Sean mentioned, I won't even be in the damn country to be able to celebrate <laughs> it. But nonetheless, I will be celebrating other festivities down there south of the border. But um, yeah, cheers to a new uh, month starting the half of the year being over, guys, and uh, to the second half of the year being good to us and our fans yeah, yeah. and everybody uh, all over the world, man. So uh, just happy to being able to do this again for another half a year and uh, just to uh, keep watching these sports, man, and reading these books, baby. Yeah, I mean, I already have 
two comic cons on the radar you know if we if you guys want to head out it's not too far from me but there's a stockton con coming up in the next few months of course uh, silicon valley comic con is i believe in late august it ain't no silicon you know it's it's not silicon definitely not you know that's a whole different convention that's the one that's the big one in vegas you know the one that that uh you know that certain yeah hub that certain uh, hub uh, website puts on i'm kidding um <laughs> anyways but yeah i mean hopefully we'll have more news coming up then but yeah catch us at a con dude so uh yeah but uh congrats sean and marissa you know they're pregnant uh finding out if it's a boy or a girl uh mark have fun you're gonna be celebrating our country's independence in, a, in mexico so that's pretty awesome <laughs> and uh yeah and then I have a little uh, parade for my daughter. She uh, her dance studio. There's like a parade in downtown Tracy on Fourth of July. So she'll Tracy. be on a float, you know, like you know, waving and stuff. So yeah, we, we, it looks like we have uh, action packed weekends. But we are packed full of stuff to talk about in sports and comics. Sports is first. So let's get into you know what? Let's get into the Stanley Cup Finals is set. It's the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens. So by the time you guys listen to this, if you're watching it right now, fantastic. The Lightning are up two games to zero. They pretty much handle the uh, the Montreal Canadiens pretty handily the first two games. They're very physical. Um, they win three to one tonight to take a commanding two games to none lead. Uh, so by the time Saturday comes, there's probably going to be at least one more game to be played. So, fellas, have you watched any of the games? I've watched a little bit of both games. Same, bro. I've watched a little bit of both, and I think, what you said in pre-production kind of hits it on the head. They're kind of just bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah. They look just like the prime team. I mean, mm-hmm. I was actually super excited the Canadians getting in. The Canada team is finally in. They got a chance. Yeah. But just like Vince McMahon says, they got no chance in hell. Uh, <laughs> they got no chance, man. Tampa Bay is looking just like the clear-cut favorite. I mean. Just when Canada thought they were going to be able just to lift. Just when Canada lift. Oh, thought, man. Lord Stanley's Cup, man. It does. Although. I wouldn't count him out just yet, but you guys are right. You know, Mike's been actually got to hand it to him. He's been calling it all year pretty much, or at least since these playoffs started. Kucherov is, uh, you know, he's a madman. I sent you guys that stat, I believe. Oh, uh, that, that was incredible. Was it, What was it, Mike? It was, um, it was, a, many, it was a tweet. 30 it was points? A, yeah, thir- 30 points. Uh, crap. Every playoff series or, or playoff year or something like that. That's right. And only two other players, freaking Mario Lemieux and Wayne Gretzky, Gretzky did it. That's <laughs> so pretty good company, I think. That's yeah, good company, yeah. So, like I said, Mike, uh, if they win back-to-back, which it's looking probable for them to do, I think that that year, two years ago, like I mentioned, you know, it's going to be like fire in their an afterthought for, sure. for them, right? I mean, who's going to – it's kind of like the Warriors, right? We lost, we won, we lost, you know, we get KD, we win two more. Like we didn't really think about that yeah. year anymore. But I mean it's a little different because they lost in the first round and not in the Stanley Cup finals. Yeah. It, it's a little different, but, you know, I, I get it. It's along it the does, same way. It, it does kind of pain me to think about that. We could have possibly got five in a row. Five in a row. If we wouldn't and, have and lost. And to be honest, we, we should have beat Toronto too. Yeah, KD, Clay goes out. Cleveland I mean, from that freaking 3-1 deficit. Oh, my God. That's true. Like, and it 3-1 was looking, deficit and then Draymond Green. With, yeah, that's true. We should have gone 5-0. That's With the injuries and the bullshit with Draymond, yeah, that's true. Damn. Oh, it's crazy. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. Still got three out of five, but uh, great run, great run. But, yeah, man, Tampa Bay's having a great run right now, dude. And uh, the first back-to-back champion since, I think, uh, Pittsburgh, like in 15 and 16 when they mm, beat the Sharks in one of them. You remember what run started in – you remember what team started the run in 2020 of the Tampa Bay teams, man. I know you don't want to hear it. 
I know you don't want to hear it, but check the MLB standings in the AL East. Who's in uh, first or second? I, uh, I would Tampa. Say, I, think I, think, Tampa. I think Boston's in first, I think. Boston is in first. As yeah, in, I, earlier this week, I was actually looking yeah. at that. They've been but, playing really good, man. Yeah. But but then check um, the NFL offseason stuff also. Is, uh, Brady, well, I Brady. mean, come on. They're, gonna, they're, they're returning every single player. I'm going come for on, it bro. again. <laughs> Tampa Bay yeah. for the Stanley Cup. Tampa Bay in the World Series. Well, remember when Boston, man, Boston had the NHL uh, Stanley Cup. They oh, won they, the World Series. They won the Super Bowl. I mean, they they own the 2000s. Yeah, it's wherever Tom Brady goes. We've kind of realized that. I know he just brings the the magic there. You know, or whatever. Crowder. Don't forget Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. Um, Phoenix baby. Caleb uh, in the chat. Yo, what's up, Caleb? Uh, thank Caleb. you for joining Caleb. us. Um, um, so let's maybe. go t- from actually speaking of the Warriors and all that stuff, let's go to the hardwood. Um, so the, so last night was, was crazy. No Trey Young. Points, so no though. Trey Young. So Milwaukee wins, right? No Trey. So Milwaukee wins, right? That's what, that's what it is. I should I go to bed. Come on, Mike. We talk, we talk Excuse enough. Ga- we talk <laughs> enough. We, we talk enough gambling on this, on, in this, uh, I know. to know that that's true. not. You can never predict Giannis's injury, though. That's the X factor and all that right there. It's funny because I think Charles Barkley predicted a Milwaukee 22-point win. It ended up being an Atlanta 22-point win. (laughs) And yesterday showed exactly why Milwaukee, they struggle when Giannis gets hurt. Because, I mean, as much as people love Drew Holiday, who's a great player, they love Middleton. After that, it's who do you really got that's going to help you offensively? So, you know what? Atlanta, I wouldn't be surprised if they win this series, man. They are really a complete team. They got some scorers off the bench. They're a way better shooting team. And if Trigatray plays in the next game and Capella gets past that eye injury, they're going to be in trouble, man. Look at Capella, though, reviving his career, staying in the South, but moving a state or two over, right? A couple states over to Georgia. uh, And, you know, being able to... See, like you mentioned, if 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 Giannis, sorry, Giannis, if Giannis can't come out and you know be a hundred percent, I think that if Trey Young can be ninety percent, I think that they have a pretty good chance. But yeah. uh, I, I don't know, man. I think I think that the Suns are probably going to take it. I just think they're the most healthiest team, in my opinion. So, yeah. well, I, I, you know, it, it's kind of looking like your guy Chris Paul. Yeah, long overdue, long man. Long overdue. First, so this is pretty much live. This just happened about 10, 15 minutes ago. But the uh, Phoenix Suns take care of the Los Angeles Clippers in six games and advance to their first NBA final since 1993. How old were you guys? I was uh, six. Uh, better question is, who did they play? The Phoenix Suns? Hold on. The Phoenix Suns in 1993 played They played the, Atlanta. Uh, no. Uh, no, they played Houston. They're that. That's both. That's both Western that's Conference. That's ninety-four and ninety-five. They played Jordan. They played versus they played, Jordan. They played Jordan. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's when what Charles his, went off the first game. I'm talking went off, and I think they still got swept. They like barely won yeah, one Jordan, game. Jordan, ninety-one, ninety-two, ninety-three, and then the and then only reason why. Six, seven, and eight. Imagine how many they could have run in a row. Oh, they would have run all those if he didn't play baseball. Yeah, he went to play baseball. <laughs> we all know the story. And Come then on, Houston, Baron. Got, Houston got theirs in, but. Nonetheless, can't take any other thing from the from the from those Houston teams. Pretty good damn for good. Phoenix, man, it just shows how much one player makes an impact. I mean, Chris Paul, we know he's an ageless wonder. He's arguably a top three point guard of our generation. He is that good. 
And, you know, he just brought that leadership. He, you know, when Charles Barkley says he's an MVP, he's that guy who might not have like the MVP stats, but you see what he does in the game. He is just a freaking field general. He creates Aiton. He creates Devin Booker. And you know what? There's a reason why they're going to probably be in the favorites in the NBA finals, man. They're damn good. Crowder. Yeah. That's the reason. (laughs) You got to say, bro. Yeah. Okay, let's go to um, so from the hardwood. So by the time that this podcast comes out, and the next time that me and Sean jump on next Wednesday, uh, which we'll be talking to Frank Martin about his book and hopefully some Tampa Bay sports. His I don't know if we've talked to him since the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. I don't remember. I don't think we have. So give him a congratul a late congratulations for his team. But yeah, um, the NBA Finals will definitely be set if not have already played a game or two or whatever. Um, so let's go to – let's do NASCAR at Road America. So this is the first time the Cup Series is hitting the pavement at Road America. Now I've, you know, of course played the video games, you know, the Xfinity Series. I think the trucks race there too. But first time that the Cup Series is going to be there. So, again, another road course. This is uh, the, what, fourth of seven? I think so far this year, fourth or fifth of seven. So what do you guys think? I mean, there's not much stats to go off of. I mean, there's guys like Almendinger is going to race this weekend. He has experience. Sindrick, but it's like those guys hardly ever race in the Cup Series. So even so, even if they have experience at that specific track, it's like, so what? Like Mike. Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Kyle Larson, those guys are all better than him. Mike, you know what I'm saying? Stop, bro. Because at the end of the day, if it wasn't for a flat tire, what I said last week is a true statement. There's no reason to talk about NASCAR for the rest of the season. I know, dude. No, there's a reason. There's a reason now. There's a reason. I mean, until proven otherwise. It's a long season still. How many many races are left? There's no doubt. Six, seven, eight? What, until the playoffs start? Yeah, Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you're right. There's a reason for, I guess, if you want to look at the aspect of other, other races getting in, but in terms of follow the leader... It's definitely turned into the Kyle Larson show for sure. And and look at what happened in the second race. He had to start from the back because he got the flat tire to go to a, a backup car. Uh, one of the earlier restarts, he took damage uh, to uh, from Denny Hamlin. So he was you know had, had overheating issues. He wasn't fast the whole day. And then he was like, he almost won that gas you know the race for you know to see who could last the most with the gas but you know kyle bush did uh pit under uh yellow one lap after all those guys so he ended up winning the race but kyle larson still a second place finish so still ninth on saturday second on sunday um yeah imagine I don't being know. the driver on the on like the lap when you're about to come to the check i gotta pay i gotta pay i won't make it <laughs> the war <laughs> dude that was that that, that <laughs> was what hamlin had to do that uh i think what kurt bush byron had to do that yeah. Chief telling you to pull into the pits, man. Yeah, but I mean, you're going to be stopped. You. <laughs> I know you're going to end up being from second place till, you know, you're going to be 30 <laughs> something, you know, last place. But I mean, so Road America, it's a cool track. Uh, Mark, you, you had some stats, right? It's like over four miles long. Yeah, it's four. Actually, I think it's about just that four miles. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I, to tell you the truth, I think that Almendinger has actually in, entered in this race, and I actually like him, and I like Cindric as well. You know, I, I kind of like these guys from the Xfinity because Xfinity goes there every single year, and you know, yeah, I mean Almendinger, especially actually, especially with the news that Colleague has gotten, um, they came up on a on one of the um, what is it called? charters 
right? They bought yeah. they bought Haley? the charter from uh, Corey LaJoy, the seven Spire Motorsports. So I think the 77 that they run, they're going to give it up that charter. And I think that they're going to run um, the other car and one of the colleague cars. I don't know if it's Haley. I think it might be yeah, Justin it's, Haley, though. It's, it's Justin Haley. So yeah. it's not OK. Yeah. So it's not Almendinger. But anyway, Colleague is trying to get into the cup level. You know, they, they race good. I think Almendinger's won there before in the Xfinity series, if I'm not mistaken. I, you can almost quote me on that. So Almendinger's got wins there. And I just think that uh, with him running that Colleague car this weekend in the in the Sprint Cup series up there, and and Sindrick, probably, I think Sindrick might have a win there too. I mean, I think both of them race probably pretty does. good there. Yeah. So. I'd actually be looking at some of these Xfinity dudes that come up to, you know, give them a run for their money. Let's see how qualifying goes, because I believe it's one of those tracks where they're obviously they've never been to. So they're going to be practicing and qualifying. Yeah, yeah, there's practice on the third and there's qualifying on the fourth right before the race. So literally 8.05 a.m. is qualifying and 11.30 is the actual race. Okay. Dang. That's pretty close. So Nice. <laughs> Yeah, but so we yeah, have if you get Larson out there, you know, with that clean air and just after practice, I mean, uh, it's going to be tough to beat them. But let's see, because I think that qualifying if these some of these other guys, I know the track a little bit better and they can qualify a little bit better than Larson kind of put them back. You know what happens when you're not in that clean air? Little things happen like what happened on on um, on Sunday. Right. With the with the. With the who did he ran into Hamlin right on one of those restarts? Yeah, on the second yeah. race. Yeah, so yeah. it just I mean when you're back in the pack like that and it happens, you know he had to be back in the pack. Well, obviously they were gonna be back in the pack anyway because they inverted it and he finished ninth or whatever. So, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's gonna be tough, but we'll see. Yeah, so everyone enjoy the race on Sunday, and if you like racing that much, we have uh, the trucks and. Xfinity are both on Saturday. So the trucks are back over in Pocono at 9 a.m. And at 1130 on Saturday, Xfinity is at Road America. So kind of weird that the Cup Series had both races on Saturday and Sunday, which is probably the reason why the trucks didn't race that weekend. But now you have another Pocono race this weekend on FS1. Uh, Let's go to the pitch uh, Euro Cup. So we have some juggernauts. Everyone's listening right now there. Mm. I don't know if there's I don't know if there's any games up until, you know, into Saturday or the weekend. But shoot, you had Germany lose to England. You had France lose. Portugal lost. I mean, Portugal lost to Belgium, you know, so it's not like it was a oh, my God, a huge surprise. But still, it's the defending champs. They're still one of the best teams in the in the the world. And um, yeah, crazy. Even Sweden losing to Ukraine is kind of a surprise, I would think. Oh, definitely. So yeah, so so there's a a lot of surprises in in the in the round of 16. And you know, looking forward, what do you guys think? Yeah, Italy and Belgium, you know, like or England. That's gonna be a fun one. Switzerland. Switzerland, bro. Yeah. These teams are. I mean, these teams. They're like like they mentioned. What three of the four oldest players at the Euro Cup are on the Portugal side? So obviously they're not getting any younger. Um, Is Pepe and, one of them? Pepe, Ronaldo, and João oh, Matinho. Pepe looks like he's fifty, bro. He has. Pepe he's play, a, he plays he's like smoke he's twenty-one up. though. He was I know. One of the he's the best players like on the team. <laughs> he, he, he must. He's like, like Ronaldo's age, I believe. He probably 30, smokes hella sick, bro. He, he, he looks like he's freaking fifty. <laughs> Pepe, no, but. <laughs> And for another Portuguese, actually Tottenham for your Danielle, Mike, actually That's getting right. Espirito Santos. 
because yeah, uh, you be, pre- be prepared to have a lot of uh, Portuguese on your team. Portuguese now. <laughs> hey, I, I thought that was the Wolves' job. So they're going to take all the Wolves players or what? And, and, and shout out to your team, Mike, picking up uh, Sancho, the big Sancho. Sancho. So yeah. not to not to divert too much from the Euro Cup, but a couple, you know, the EPL has to steal the news sometimes. But, uh, <laughs> I know, right? This is it's silly like, it's season. Like Al, it's like Al Davis during the Super Bowl uh, week. <laughs> this is silly season for the for the, for the footy for the you know for the footy world. So then, you know what then, though? And then Liverpool got what's his name? Um, the, the guy from Portugal. Liverpool oh, they, just oh, they, they haven't dude. got him yet. They want him. Yeah, they want oh, him. Oh, I thought from Porto. Uh, I think after the Euro Cup, everyone wants Ronaldo Sanchez because everyone's seen just how good the kid is. He is oh, he's a, okay. I thought when you sent that post, I thought that was for sure. Oh, okay. Look, you um, gotta be the captain. I think we've seen that, that was just so dope. Is how great the second round was, and it wasn't just oh the some of the big teams lost. When you see like some of these super late goals, Ukraine scores in the 120th minute in stoppage time. Switzerland they tie the game in the 90th plus minute versus France and beats them in the penalty shots. And who gets the last penalty opportunity? Mbappe and misses. That day I was crazy. Can't make this stuff up, bro. And honestly, it's only in soccer. It is why it is the world's game. It's why it's. What do they call it, Sean? It is the beautiful game, the man. Game. Beautiful it is game. a beautiful game, bro. Like it is funny that the Copa America is on at the same time, but most people wouldn't even realize it because. <laughs> I used to work with some dude, and I remember he told me, and it always stuck with me. And I'm a huge soccer fan, and he's arguing with me. He's like, bro, he's like, tell me how you can watch a game. For 90 minutes, and at the end of it, it's still 0-0. Zero, zero. I'm like, dude, people just don't understand Don't get it. me wrong. There are the select <laughs> games that it's a little bit slow. But, I mean, tell me there haven't been great games in this Euro Cup. I mean, dude, 3-3 three, three going into overtime with the yeah. whole France and Switzerland. Like, that was really, like. Sorry, nil-nil. Excuse me, nil-nil. You nil. can't make this stuff up, man. Like, I don't know. It's It's been a great tournament. Definitely disappointed that the Portuguese are out. But the big picture, I'm just happy that these tournaments are back. The World Cup is upon us. I, I, like right around the corner now. And I, I got a question for you guys real quick. Sorry. Um, but a couple of years ago, maybe up until I think maybe this. I mean, this tournament, I haven't seen too much BS going on with like VAR. I think it's been officiated pretty good, in my opinion. Don't get me wrong. I haven't watched every single game, uh, but. I don't know. What do you guys feel like? You guys think there's been like, of course, everyone, you know, they're always going to do their little acting. Shout out Ronaldo. He kind of did a little a, a little something, but um, he, he sure did again. Yeah, <laughs> against he, Belgium. Yeah. I mean, that, that wasn't really too Wouldn't bad. Wouldn't expect anything less, though. <laughs> yeah. But. They all do. They all do it. Of- They've been calling a lot of penalties. That's the one thing I would say. And I, mean, I admit Portugal, most of their goals were off penalties and not biased. They pretty for the most part were penalties but just like big picture i've been seeing a lot of penalty calls so that's one thing i mean i don't know it's like the tie goes to the runner i think when the ref doesn't know what to do he'll just give the penalty instead of hey let's just do a drop bar or whatever it is but i mean other than that yeah it's been good like i mean because he knows he can var that's what that's what the referees do yeah. they'll they'll make the touchdown call they'll make the interception call yes it was a fumble because if it's the touchdown or if it's the turnover it's automatically reviewed so I think that they have they might have that mentality. So 
Yeah. But dude, that that Croatia and Spain game was crazy too. That's was like, another one I was. Gonna that was a, that was crazy. They up three to one. They give up two within the last fifteen minutes, and then boom, they and then but then they score two in extra time. Wait, hold on. Didn't Croatia score one to get within one? No, I uh, no. they tied the game. Croatia at the end, and Spain scored two. But I mean, five That's three right. in a freaking knockout stage game. I know, I know that was crazy. Um, so yeah, so we have um. I don't have and the Spain. Schedule. Spain the hasn't been scoring. Spain hasn't been scoring too much in, no. in the you know, but to get five. Yeah, that goal differential looks a lot better now. Do but guys, hey, do you guys know the schedule? I mean, I think it's um, the last of the last four games. It's all on the weekend, right? Uh, let me see. I can put up right here. Soccer fixtures bracket. Let me see. I can put up right here. So Italy plays Belgium. I know, like we know that one because Portugal is going to so play. Saturday. Uh, and you know who's not playing for Belgium, right? All right, so we have uh, uh, and Hazard. Start, yeah, so starting Friday, we got Switzerland and Spain on ESPN. Okay. We also have Belgium. Are you serious? Belgium versus Italy, and then on Saturday we have the Czech Republic taking on Denmark. Denmark's still in it, guys. Let's go, Ericsson. And then and Ukraine, then England, England versus Ukraine. England. That's right. Okay, cool. So Czech Republic, so, man. Yeah, so Friday, Saturday. So by the time that everyone listens to this podcast over the weekend or Monday morning as they're driving into work, all those games are going to be done. So uh, please enjoy those. Mark, I can't believe I'm pissed off at myself. I can't believe I forgot, like we just talked about in pre-production, like the minor one. But sorry, back to NASCAR. Huge news. Chip Ganassi just like sells the whole freaking team. And Trackhouse, they pick up those cars. So is, is it immediate? Is it like an immediate uh, – so, Starting 2022, I believe. Okay, so so starting next year, the 42 and the 1, at least if they keep those numbers. I'm not sure if they have to keep them or if they choose not to, but they get uh, a two-car team. So Trackhouse is going to be uh, part of a their Chevy, right? So are they not going to keep the, the Suarez 99? Well, that would ex- that would take care of the whole Bush problem. If you just if you just take over the one and the forty two, there's I'll tell there's, you to take care of the good old Bush problem, buddy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you can also do that, or you can do Manscaped. <laughs> yeah. A couple quotes there's that an idea Chip, for a sponsorship. There it a is. couple quotes that Chip Ganassi did say is he Free made plug. me a great offer that required my attention. I'm not out of racing. I'm just out of NASCAR. I still have my IndyCar team. He already had an offer and he turned it down. He didn't just suspend Kyle Larson. He completely and utterly fired him. That's what the mistake and the offer that he should have taken. But I mean, yeah, Chip's not doing too good in the head right now. I don't think, man, uh, he might be losing money. The pandemic might have uh, maybe his spawns. Maybe maybe Kyle Larson cost him a little bit more than just uh, a driver, you know, yeah. <laughs> Did he so, do the wrong thing at the time, though? We're Chip Ganassi when that happens. Are you going to probably fire him, though, kind of? It, it, was, it was a classic doing the wrong thing for the right reasons, Sean. I think that's what it boils that, down to. Well said, sir. I like that. You know, like when it boils <laughs> down to it, like now it's probably was the wrong decision, but it was for the it was for the right reasons. It was for the, sure. At the time, he did what he kind of had to do, you know? Of course. Uh, I, think, I think a lot of teams would have. I think Penske would have done it. I think, uh, you know, Hendrick Motorsports, I think they actually would have done it if it was a current driver, actually. At, le- at least suspended him for the whole year, you know, losing all sponsorships. But I think most teams would have would have for sure fired him. So we'll see. We'll see if Kurt Busch leaves and they don't ha- they'll have, they have that problem anymore. It's a uh, watermelon Chuck and Ross Chastain and a guy from Mexico City, Daniel Suarez, in the, you know, track house. Yeah, <laughs> so. 
They had a beautiful paint scheme. comes out as their third driver. Beautiful paint scheme, week in and week out. That 99 track house is a beautiful paint scheme, I must yeah, say. Yeah, number, you know, number five car, Larson. You got the number one car. You got freaking Dale. And, and, and the biggest thing that I mentioned to you guys that, you know, I sent you guys the little link. It's about, you know, a transfer ship and ownership happening up in the sport, you know. It's just it's kind of cool to see, you know, if you got all the if you got bigger organizations like a Chip Ganassi, you know, selling out to not selling, you know, yeah, kind of selling out to younger teams coming up in the sport. It kind of makes the playing field a little bit more even, maybe adds a little bit more parity. Of course, you're still going to have the Hendricks, you know, but I can't really see Hendricks selling, but (laughs) you never know, right? Penske, Hendricks, they're getting older. Don't know if they'll sell, but definitely, you know, management. But then you got Gordon going in there. He'll just have Jeff Gordon. (laughs) So, yeah, we'll see, though. But uh, so speaking of making wrong decisions, let's get into our final piece of sports news. The NCAA versus the uh, NC State. What's it? The Wolfpack uh, baseball team. So for those of you who don't, know what the story is it's a little bit of this whole kind of hypocrisy that we see time and time again if it's not in the movies if it's not for you know it's it's sports and other things in in life having to do with covid uh we have a handful of players i believe four players tested positive for coronavirus and i think they were already vaccinated so what the ncaa did was they removed those players from the roster from the current roster and they played with i believe just the 13 players They ended up losing that game, but they were allowed to play the whole game with a full stadium of over 25,000 people who were unmasked. Some of them probably weren't even vaccinated. And then in the middle of the night, like the Baltimore Colts packing up those Mayflower trucks and shipping off to Indianapolis, they say that the NC State Wolfpack are now officially ineligible in the rest of the College World Series. That's horseshit. Just the NCAA just – laying their big wang out on the table and saying, you know what? I can do whatever the hell I want. And they, uh, I don't know if they succumb to any pressure or whatever. But why but, though? But like, why? Like, it's like, if it, the decision should have been made, you know, once they test positive, you're automatically done. Don't let them play in a stadium that's freaking packed to the guild of unmasked fans. And then these guys can't play. It's horrible. It's a bad, bad look. Another, you know, stain on the you know another never mind another stain on the pants that is the NCAA the billion dollar company organization that in the end they've had a stain with the whole college athletes they don't pay to just using and abusing all these teams uh it sucks and the thing is they just don't care that's actually what it really comes down to they just don't care because it's like okay maybe they'll hate us for like a week but like we're still the NCAA. You're still going to watch our sports. And you, you still bad for the kids. That's all it is. You still bad for those kids. Hey, I'll let you get a game in. Go to your loser's bracket. Nah, you guys are done. That's it. Yeah, that definitely sucks. It's um, they, they are allowing. <laughs> and then they they bring that wang out sense. again and say, OK, you can guys can get paid now. So it, it's devastating for these kids, really. That's why it's just uh. It's all just a cosmetic theater, like I like to say, you know, it's just the hypocrisy. It's just I don't even know what to say. It's just I'm so over it already. Um, I've been going to, to places maskless. I, you know, I feel safe. 
I know a lot of people are vaccinated and whatnot, so I don't know. It's just I just I feel kind of like I like I mentioned to you guys, it's like I go into T.I. unmasked. I mean, I get the email. He said, sure, you know, the, the state, the county's open back up. So it is what it is. So it's like I'm going to live my life the way it was. So I don't know. It, it just kind of sucks that I don't know where the the games in Omaha. Right. Isn't that where they play these games? Yeah. 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 So that I think the isn't the girl the women's college world series is in the same place. I think all of them are. Or no? um, Omaha, I don't know. Right? I don't know if I don't know if uh, women's is in Omaha. Might, that might be in a different place. Okay, but yeah, Omaha, Nebraska. I would think that they probably probably be a little bit lightened on the on the on the regulations and rules out there also, but. It's a uh, NCA doing what they wanted to do with that wing, like Mike said. So it sucks, but congratulations to Mississippi State. Um, yeah, that's yes. right. So, congrats, big congrats. Got to give definitely. them uh, beating out Vanderbilt game three, nine to zero, putting them. Uh, they win their first title in school history in any ever. sport. Pretty crazy. So times are yep. due, and man, the men's baseball team bringing. Mississippi State, something that Dak Prescott could not do in some of those prestigious years. <laughs> was he at had, the game too. <laughs> he had down there at Stark Vegas. That boy could not do it, but these men, uh, Mississippi State Bulldogs, get the title. But yeah, F U N C W A. But at least you letting your players get paid now. Quit regulating. Let the market let the market do what it has to do. Right, like get paid for you know. If you if you have talent, get paid for it. That's what it should be about, man. It's like use yourself to what's only what 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 is what's only fans, right? Not to go down a, a rabbit hole here, but what you know what does only fans do? Like people don't even have. I mean, whatever. How do much talent? Think- how much talents on? I mean, there's talent on only fans. Don't get me wrong, but what type of talent? So if some of the, I mean, if some of these athletes, they're no chumps. Look at who who uh love right who was the who was the running back some of these athletes I mean I know because because I'm right down the street so are you guys from Stanford but some of these damn athletes that play in these sports they're not no jumps they get good degrees Sherman right yeah. you know it's just, these guys are smart and uh you know it's uh, I'm not saying like you don't know, I don't know. I don't, you guys think these guys are going to make millions of dollars? I mean, if you're in college, you know you're going to be like a LeBron James. I know he didn't go to college, but if you know you're going to be like that big, I mean, man, if you people that get your signature, that's going to be pretty prestigious to get a signature of a college guy like that. And not to go too deep into this rabbit hole, but I'm kind of happy you did open that up because, oh, athletes get paid. I've always been like, okay, that's cool. Like, depending on, like, the aspect of it, are they selling your jersey? Are they making money off of your name? But with that said, should I think there has to be a structured way. There has to be rules and not restrictions, but there has to be just something kind of organized. I mean, you're still student athletes. I've always had that. You're still student athletes. You're going to school for free. You're playing sports for free. You're basically preparing for your future. I mean, it sucks to say, but most of those student athletes. They don't athletes, make it on the pros. And I was just going to say that most of them are athlete students. They don't see themselves as student athletes. So from that standpoint, yes, they should be able to get some sort of money compensation if you're getting money made off of your name, especially because chances are under 1% you're going to go pro in your sport. I mean, numbers are numbers. Numbers don't lie. But, like, I think there just has to really be something structured. Not like, okay, we're going to let these guys start getting paid. Like, just, 
I don't know. I have something organized. I've been big like you still are student athletes. I wonder. I wonder if they did that to take the heat off some of the uh, some of what they were getting thrown at them about. You know, all different because you know, obviously, men's basketball and football bring in like most money for all the sports. Compared, uh, this you has know. been an argue. This has been a conversation. God, Mike and myself probably have talked about it back when we were in high school, freaking junior high. Like, just athletes should get paid. Why the hell don't they get paid and stuff? So that fact that they're getting paid now, okay, cool, but. I just think there has to be just a little organization with it. Cause at the end of the day, you don't want their mind to start going into just business, business. Like you're still student athletes. Yeah. That's yep. true. That that is true. So um, with that, that's if the you end. Can, of- if you can sell a jersey though, you know, with your name on the back, why not get a percentage of it? Damn it, right? And that's what I'm saying, a percentage. So you find ways to organize a structure, like oh, this guy sold something with your autograph on it. But like, you know, you don't want to start like, oh, we're going to start paying these athletes. Now we're going to make sure that Bryce Love, Christian McCaffrey, now we're going to make sure he's signing hella more helmets, hella more footballs, hella more this. Yeah, you're making more money, but you still don't want that to start being what's ingrained in their head, I don't think. Like, screw it, bro. I'm going to go freaking instead of doing these 10 signatures, I'm going to go do freaking 50 signatures a day, 100 signatures a day. Because I don't know. I just have a thing where it's like enjoy you know enjoy the less stresses be a student athlete there's money that comes there like the money you don't even see that's cool man but the minute it's like you're focused more on the money than instead of like all the other stuff like you still gotta have that balance of being a student athlete that's that's my biggest gripe with that that's true um aaron thank you so much for joining us in the chat thank you so much for joining in the show uh you're absolutely right just the simple fact that they make so much money off of the kids you know they that's they should be making that money. So, um, but anyways, with that, uh, that is the end of the sports section. We're halfway done with the Comic podcast. Um, we will be right back after these messages from your local sponsors, or maybe it's just a little song. Who I don't know, but we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Comic Boogies podcast. The three of us right here are on the same, you know, screen right here. It looks like the uh, most recent crowd at an A's game. Uh, but we are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Go and get your books Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Uh, please follow us on all social media platforms at the Comic Bookies. Email us thecomicbookies at gmail.com. And please subscribe and follow our pages on Twitch and YouTube to get all of the updated videos, the shorts. And uh, tune into our ugly mugs right here on, you know, live every Wednesday. So, fellas, comic books. Let's get into it, man. So I'm going to go ahead and preview some of the books like we do every single week. DC. Actually, you know what? DC's funny. DC literally had like five books all week this week, including like the DC Connect. So that was pretty funny. Uh, Catwoman Annual Number 1, the Teen Titans Academy 2021 Yearbook, Infinite Frontier Secret Files Number 1, and this big old Green Arrow 80th uh, anniversary 100-page spectacular. 
Over on the Marvel side, we have Daredevil 31, X-Factor 10, Cable 11, Eternals 5, and Black Widow number 8. Image has a ton of books. You know, it seems like I got, what, three books this week, but they have a ton of books this week from Image. Crossover 7, Department of Truth 10, Spawn 319, Sean gets Two Moons 5, and Mark gets that Texas Blood number 7. Uh, Boom Studios, we only find them when they're dead number 7. And friend of the show, congratulations, but Mr. Frank Gogol gets his one-shot Power Rangers Unlimited Edge of Darkness number 1. If you're watching live on YouTube right now, Mark has it displayed. Beautiful, beautiful book. And finally, AWA has Redemption number five so fellas uh, as far as books are concerned this week i actually none of the like i of course i'm excited for department of truth but i am digging here let me show you guys actually it's on this side of me uh infinite frontier secret files i i got it so long ago i didn't realize that it was like ten dollars <laughs> it's like a huge book it's not just like a regular one so here nice. is this uh Gary Frank variant cover of this cool Green Arrow 80th anniversary. So check that one out. This is right here. It's pretty dope. dope. And for all of you comic book collectors, all of you classic stories, don't hate me, please. I know, but I have not read this story yet, but it's always been one that I wanted to get. And finally, I got such a short stack that I got Kingdom Come, a classic story by Mark Wade and Alex Ross on the artwork. Alex Ross is something that I've always wanted one of his, uh, you know, paintings because look at that. Look at that detail on those uh, superheroes. That was at Comic-Con years, uh, what, 2017 or 18 when I went. They had a huge, huge uh, poster, and it was like all the villains, and then there's one of all the heroes. But, bro, it was like two Gs. It was like incredible how how expensive it was, but it was a really, really nice framed picture of all his uh, artwork. So what are you guys excited for this week? I'm actually excited for what Mark has beautifully standing on his desk, the Power Rangers which is from our boy Frank Gogol. To me, it's just so dope to see the comic he had previously written that we had the opportunity to read. We loved, we related to it, and we could tell it's something that obviously came from his heart. It was really deep. And now he's going to do something that is, in many ways, completely different. It's the Power Rangers. Yeah. So to be able to use his creative mind to really just open up and go do something completely different. I'm sure it's going to be a great, great one shot. I'm just super excited, bro. I know I mentioned to Mark last week. That's the one thing I'm looking so forward to. So yeah, bro. I'm just, yeah, (laughs) I'm looking forward to it, bro. Pretty cool that we met him at a comic store out there in Oakland. Crazy. At Cape and Cowell, you know, Mike couldn't make it that day. We, we, we decided to go met Met him and man, became a friend of the show. Source Point Press put him on, you know, Jersey, New York guy. Just a real good dude. No, he's out there in L.A. So definitely, man, that's definitely a book that I'm looking forward to as well. Um, Yeah. So shout out Frank Gogol. Boom. You know, I know that's his baby. He loves Power Rangers. It's like his favorite. It's going to bring me back probably a little bit because I haven't done anything Power Rangers since, uh, the pink one was around, right? So uh, <laughs> you guys forgot the name last week, bro. Kimberly. Yeah. Kimberly. I knew I was about to say Kimberly, Kimberly too. Kimberly. Oh, yes, I, I agree with what you said last week. All those, all, all you tween boys out there, loved her. Loved yeah, her. but yeah, excited for that one. I mean, I'm really excited for uh, this one right here, just because it's a Marvel book. I mean, I'll be completely honest with you, right? It's yeah. a yes, Mike or Miguel. It's, it's a mini series, the United States of Captain America. Haven't really read any Captain America type stuff. 
people uh, that are new to the podcast, uh, don't ever don't forget that, you know, me, especially maybe Sean, I can maybe speak for him a little bit, still learning the whole game and everything. But uh, Captain America, cool. But uh, hopefully I get into it. We'll see. I'll probably have a better review for you guys when I come back from uh, La Mexico. But um, that Texas blood finally came back. Huge hiatus. Just like uh, Undiscovered Country came back for us last week as well. But that Texas blood, excited to see what this is going to get into. Uh, I thought it was going to be a mini series. Kind of weird that they, I mean, but I guess Undiscovered Country did it too, cutting short or cutting, a, taking a hiatus in a mini series, which is, um, uh, I don't know, kind of strange to me. If you have a mini series or a maxi series, I wish you would just like continue it. No reason for a hiatus, man, unless something happens. But. Who the hell am I to judge? Source Point Press, Darling. This is one that I picked up out of previews uh, probably two or three months ago. Almost mm-hmm. forgot that I was even picking it up. I don't really jot them down. I kind of just give them to Alex. And like I said, I always add one or two from the list that I know that I'm getting because there's some that I forget that I even order. You know, uh, shout out Treasure Island Comics. And um, yeah, Made in Korea, probably going to be. One of my favorites next to Power Rangers because this one is just I enjoyed the first one a lot. Told you guys what it was about a couple episodes ago. So uh, this is the second one and this is probably I'm saving it to probably read for last, man. Either that or Google. I got to flip a coin of which one I'm going to save the, the, the best for last. Right. So that that's yeah. what I'm excited for going into this week, might read it on a plane, might read it on a train, might read it on the beach, or automobile. Might even read it next week. So let's see. Uh, so get, getting into the books from last week, real quick. So let's just kind of run down. I kind of liked. So there's a lot of books that I like. You know, I enjoyed. Like in the middle, you know, Justice League was pretty cool. Like a lot of these stories on the on the at the end of the stories, a little side story. So you're paying a dollar more, but you're getting a little bit more content. You're getting like 35 pages instead of 25 pages. So uh, the, the Justice League Dark story after that one, uh, Undiscovered Country was pretty good. Um, you know, it wasn't what I was hoping for as far as, you know, you have a long break in between arcs and you start this new arc. You know, they're in this new um, land and they're, you know, I thought it was going to be really cool pirate ships and it kind of took a weird turn. But we'll, you know, we could talk about it. Uh, Batman Reptilian, it was kind of weird. I'm not sure. I think it's a mini series, so I might keep it. But if it's like more than six, then I'm gonna drop it for sure. Uh, Detective Comics was cool, but my three favorite books. Uh, Sean, did uh, did you get the Fantastic Four one, the uh, Life Story? I didn't. Okay, I thought I thought we I thought we did, but the Fantastic Four Life Story. It's like a five issue mini series. That one's really good. It goes like throughout the decades of the Fantastic Four. So issue one was the 60s, and then issue uh, two now was the 70s. That one and both Superman books were my three favorites of the week, uh, Action Comics and Superman. Uh, it was cool. I got Detective, Action, and Superman all in the same week. So those are my three favorites. Uh, I'll save Infinite Frontier for, for in a minute, but that's my list for the week. You know, I know – that's kind of the second part of what we talk about. We go over the books we're excited for. We always talk about the books that we did like from the previous week. But I'm going to just go on the opposite. And the book that I just didn't like and actually was what you said. It was eh, Undiscovered Country, bro. Mm-hmm. You actually probably read it and gave us like the little the little signal of how you felt about it earlier today. And you texted <laughs> yeah. us. And I'm like, OK. I knew I was going to read it right when I got off work. And I read it. And it's just like, hmm. Uh, uh. Just a high. Discovered hiatus. Country was good. No, I like. I enjoyed it. 
that the hiatus was long on it and then like just kind of out of left field when we talked about we see like, a black and white ship a noir it's like yeah. what the hell is this it just kind of came out of nowhere so and, i was like and then and then these i mean the coolest part was when uh what's his name uh, uh shot the thing out of his hand that was that, pretty cool when he just that was of, actually like, probably the dopest of, page yeah that he was probably like, literally like, oh, a joke. He just reacted, and then, like, his body did the work for him. You know, it was pretty cool like that. But I'm going to tell you what right, what right now. There's been, like, what, three or four issues so far out right now? But Scott Snyder, his Noctera book is better than Undiscovered Country right now. So it, it is going better? It's currently right now going better. If, if if you were to ask me, oh, like like the long run, probably would go Undiscovered Country still in the long run. But right now, currently, Noctera is kick-ass. Yeah, what what's why do you why did you enjoy action so much mike why did i enjoy action so much yes. um i don't know i'm gonna let, let, let me flip Entice around me. you know what it was cool because it was a story that kind of um it it involved you know uh steve trevor aquaman batman it brought you know it wasn't just the kent family you know it wasn't just people who are you know specifically tied to metropolis jimmy olsen and lois lane and 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 perry um perry what the hell's his name perry perry white it ain't no uh, perry ellis not perry ellis not perry mason the old dun dun dun, dun you know freaking uh, detective <laughs> but uh no it was perry white uh the editor of you know, you know, it, it kind of went away from Metropolis, you know, and then just the whole the 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 piece of rock that's down in Atlantis and then the government trying to take it and stuff. And just what the what the the energy that it that it um, emits and it creates these creatures and stuff. And, you know, if you're going to involve Gotham with Batman and you're going to bring in Atlantis with Aquaman and everything, I'm all for it. It brings in different worlds into one brand new story. And yeah, I've always liked action comics. I've been pulling it since day one since I started reading the podcast. So yeah. Is this going to have those type of tie ins with this Infinite Frontier? Um, If it says Infinite Frontier, I'm guessing, do they still say? Probably not, huh? No, I would think no. Yeah, so that's fine. Okay. Just, Yeah. uh, yeah, that's cool. And then, and Superman's kind of weird too because it's that's Philip Kennedy Johnson as well on Superman, and it so, kind of sucks because I because I did like the end of that story, and I think now it's done. If I were to guess, because I believe that in a couple weeks we're getting the Superman Son of Kal El from Tom Taylor, so Superman is now done that book, and they're not it's Superman Son of Kal El. I don't think they're going to have a uh, Superman book running with the same thing. I think we're not going to get like just Superman. For a while. Okay. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. So I guess DC had me kind of mistaken then. I thought Infinite Frontier was kind of be gonna be like, not just it's kind of a separate. Well, so, I mean, I, I think I, they I had. Thought, I, I thought think it was all that, these books were gonna be like. I thought all the DC books were gonna be like so, Infinite Frontier type. But I like, think that they had the heading on it, right? So they had that list yeah. in the beginning where it was like Infinite Frontier 1 and then here's – or like or okay. 0. Yeah. And then it had the list of like get this one Harley Quinn book, get this one Batman book, get this one detective book, and then it's all connected in with the story. But at the same time, Batman's still dealing with – you know, Lady Clayface and 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 Worth and stuff and Detective. He's still dealing with, you know, Mo- like Molly Miracle mm-hmm. and all that stuff mm-hmm. and Scarecrow and Batman, you know. So I think it's slightly connected, but I think if – yeah, I don't think you have to read all, every Batman's story. I hope. But 
speaking of that, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do Infinite Frontier. So Infinite Frontier is this huge uh, deal going on right now. Infinite Frontier Zero happened where you know you had one of the guardians of uh, the the Green Lanterns. You had shoot, what was it? The question. You had a bunch of those people who looked like they were like just sentient beings. They were just like gods up in the sky, right? They were the ones who helped reset everything for the heroes because they lost against the Batman who laughs pretty much and um and uh what was her name? The big lady in Dark Knight's Death Metal, right? And they uh kind of reset things and gave them opportunity to save uh, themselves. So now what happens is that Darkseid kills those people. You know, he kills those five or six gods that are up in the sky, you know, they um and uh, so, yeah, so this is what Infinite Frontier is now. So that it was Infinite Frontier 1 was kind of going into different spots. You, know, you had Alan Scott, Green Lantern. You had a, a little bit of a little bit of Flash, a little bit of, you know, so what did you guys think of it? I know it's a lot to take in, you know. Well, I got the worst news because I know the DC books didn't arrive until Friday. And unfortunately, I was on the road to Staples Center. So oh, I right. did not get my DC books last week. I'm the odd man out, unfortunately, guys. But please, okay. please do indulge. I do want to. But I mean, it, it, it's just crazy how because it's kind of a, a, a multiversal thing. So you have, uh, you know, the multiverse is again explained how there's 52 different Earths. You know, the very first scene is Thomas Wayne Batman crash landing in what looks like a freaking Superman pod. You know, in like the outskirts of like Kansas, like what, like what is this? You so know, these like, are all different Earths, pretty crazy storylines, and <laughs> yeah, like like Earth twenty three, it says, you know. And we had a coming out party as well. I mean, it's just a for what? Um, what Alan Scott Green Lantern? Yeah. Well, he came out technically in Infinite Frontier number zero. Oh, uh, was he, that like, the first one? Yeah, because yeah, he he came out to his uh, son and daughter Obsidian and Jade in the in the previous uh, issue. But yeah, who's the so guy the, at the end? That's Roy Harper. Sean knows who Roy Harper is. Roy Harper from Flash, yeah, from from, from Arrow, yeah. So he's uh, guy, guy. It, it is Arrow God. So that's that's Red Arrow. That's Speedy. That's different uh, Earth's version of Roy Harper. Why he has a black ring on the Black Lantern ring, I have no idea. That's but the Black Lantern ring is that we saw in Dark Knight's Death Metal. That's what brought Batman back to life. He's kind of like a zombie. So all of these dead – Roy Harper was one of the characters that Wally West kills in Heroes in Crisis. See, this is whole thing where like if you don't read all these other stories and events, then you don't, it's all confusing. you know. So now it's like you see all this here. Let me, let me open it up for you real quick, Sean. Let me show you. The uh, mystery continues in three weeks. Yeah, it sure <laughs> is a mystery. That's for damn sure. Which Sean, Roy, oh, that's Roy, Roy, Harper. Roy Harper's all the iterations of Roy Harper's. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's got like it looks like he's just like a black lantern right there. But then you see the arrows. And the other one goes, he's speedy. He's, you know, red arrow. He's arsenal member. He's also Arsenal. he's been a different he's had yeah. different names in the history of his character. I remember you and, mentioned uh, that when I first got yeah. introduced to him in Arrow. Yep. So obviously he got a black his he got a hold of a black lantern ring and now he's not dead from Heroes in Crisis. He's alive. So, yeah, so pretty crazy. Uh, we'll see what happens when we see, actually see Dark Side and what comes of that. But yeah, so that's pretty much it. Do you guys have any other books? Oh, dude, Sean, where are you on Punisher, Max? I'm almost done with like volume eight because I definitely want to finish all ten of them before we go to Vegas in a couple months to see uh, our buddy Forrest. But dude, these are some of the best. Like I have trouble. Like I was like, okay, I know I have eight books I have to read before the <laughs> podcast, but I have to have to finish this. I can't put the this shit down. I can't put them down. Yeah, Jason need, Douglas is right. I need to definitely get why. 
it's oh. just so it's so hardcore. It's it's got you know tons of blood and guts. It's got um it's got cussing. It's got all it's like a rated R thing. It's like you're watching a, a movie like an HBO movie like a rated R movie, but you're reading the comic book. And like this current one right here that I'm reading, volume eight, it's called Widowmaker. And what Widowmaker is is cool is it's five oh. five widows of uh, like mob bosses and people in the mob that he has killed in other stories that we've already read and they come together and they try to kill him. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, talk amongst yourselves. I'll try to find a few pages to show Mark, but yeah, I mean, do you guys have any of the books you want to talk about? Uh, I can mention vinyl. I picked this up last I've week. I've seen that, bro. I was going to get it. And I was like, ah, I don't it's, know. I just kind of like, I had that in between just seeing the cover of it, but how'd you like it? It's by image comics. The writers, Doug Wagner, Wagner, uh, Daniel Hilliard on the art, the colorist, Dave Stewart, seeing that name around, obviously being an ace fan, but no, it, it, it's pretty crazy. It's kind of like, um, I'd say uh, serial killer type stuff, and you know you got the detective following him, and then now the detective's playing a role, trying to you know obviously pretend to be his friend, but they're trying to like get him on stuff and try to like build a case on him, and then he's kind of just wacko, right? And he thinks that this guy's like really his friend, trying to be real cool with him. So some chick, not really too sure who she is, but she comes up saying that the guy the detective's daughter is uh um gonna marry his her son and weird stuff right and then anyway he's going it basically ends with like the serial killer like showing up at uh maybe like a bridal shower type event and it's uh it's pretty interesting man it's it it was enough for me to pull the second issue and uh yeah it's i i it's probably Mm, the best one that I read that wasn't like a regular last uh last week because I got like Chariot Nuclear Family they're all right just didn't do it for me Nuclear Family has ended that miniseries Chariot as one to go from AWA Harley Quinn like picked it up a little bit Detective was real good Undiscovered uh on the contrary which you guys believe I kind of enjoyed it Action was okay, but vinyl uh, really, really dug it from Image. Uh, once again, Image Boom delivering uh, great, great stuff week in and week out. And uh, yeah, Mike, I think he had a little bit of something to say about a previews that he picked up because this guy previews them right before, you know, if anybody else is obviously you guys going to listen to this. If you're not live, you're going to be listening to this a little bit later. So you, you probably would have your previews by now. So uh Mike, uh, seeing some more Jeff Lemire stuff. Another great, yeah. great writer going on. Another right now. one. It's pretty crazy. I was going through uh, previews. I don't know why I do that. Like, if I ever get time, the day I get it, I'm so giddy. I, I've already flipped through the Marvel one. Nada. I'm not getting anything from this one. There's like two huge events that's gonna like restart the X Men. It's like totally restart. Like, even the even you know how we saw X Men number one like last week or two weeks ago or what are coming up. Uh, they, they're restarting it again. So this whole, oh, the whole six, hey, six ain't gonna issue. be no, ain't gonna be no Hickman stuff, man. That's yeah. why I got that mini series, uh, the mini, the good mini series, Captain America. Yeah, right. So, um, th- and, and that's why I got the Fantastic Four one. I know it's a mini series. It's an off, it's an off one, you know. So, um, shout out, shout out to Saladim Ahmed also, because I know I mentioned him a, 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 an episode or two ago, yeah. but. My my longest standing book right now is uh, by Marvel is uh, Miles Morales. Miles Morales, yeah. 
True. Um, so yeah, I mean, ours is, uh, I, I, and I jump into previews. There's one, uh, image book and then one dark horse book. First two books. I'm like, Oh, that, those sound interesting. Both by Jeff Lemire. Pretty crazy. Just a quick synopsis. The first one, I forgot primordial. It's a story in 1957. The USSR sent out a dog to space, right? And then two years later, the United States answers with sending two monkeys, Abel and something starts with a B. This is a true right? story. Yeah. So the monkeys don't come back. But unbeknownst to us, the monkeys were taken and now they're coming home. So like right there, just that synopsis is like, uh, sure, I'll pull a five issue miniseries or five yeah. or six by Jeff Lemire. Like uh, that's going to be pretty good. I, I can't remember Cold War going on right now. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like a it's like a sci-fi Cold War stuff. So that's what definitely what that's what the synopsis said, Sean, is is Cold War. So uh, go get your books. Uh, Mark, did you see all the the gruesome stuff going on in uh, in the Punisher Max? I was showing you live right now. If you guys saw the video, that's why you get it, Mark. It is. Yeah. And, Hella dope. It, and it's like real stuff too. There's like also a chick who kind of like is making herself be like a lady punisher sort of like kind of helping him kill the other those five wives because what her husband was was like a former mob boss as well. And, you know, they got married. He beat her all the time, raped her. You know, they show all this stuff. Her just like crying in the bathtub, like her nose busted open, bruises, just cuts all over herself and stuff. So, you know, and then she – you know, and then she kind of joins Punisher to cut to help kill these chicks, right? So it's just it's it's and that's inc- the, incredible writing, you know, incredible. Who is stuff. it again? It's uh, Douglas's guy, right? Oh, uh, Garth Ennis. Yeah, Garth Ennis. That's who it yeah. is, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Garth the guy Ennis. who's actually writing uh, Batman Reptilian, which I thought it was gonna be better, but anyways, that's the comics. Hope everyone can go and jump in uh, and and grab those books. But real quick, uh, we got a little bit of time left before we have to leave for tonight, but we have some news. Plenty of of small hitters. Uh, we have production of two movies going on. We have Aquaman 2 and we have Black Panther 2. Wakanda Forever have started production. Both of those movies have started production this week. Uh, Sean, did you watch Dexter? Brother, you know I watched it and I loved it. Season 4, The Trinity Killer? Yes. The guy who, the guy who kills his wife. Right mm-hmm. with the cut on the leg or whatever, they're bringing him. He was hella weird. I'm, yes. So John Lithgow, he's from, he's the tall, uh, pale white guy from Third Rock from the Sun. You know, he's been in plenty of different things. He's, uh, and he won an Emmy actually for this role as the Trinity Killer in Dexter. But there, uh, he's going to return as the Trinity Killer in the uh, Dexter revival. Now, um, he is dead because. He killed him in the show, so I wonder if it's a flashback or whatever, but apparently he's going to come into studio for a day or two to shoot his scene. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, Shang-Chi, uh, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi <laughs> dropped hey. another trailer. Yeah, and it pretty much uh, – he's going to have a battle with uh, Abomination. If you don't know who Abomination is, that is uh, the Incredible Hulk, the like the, pretty much the other Hulk or whatever. So that's pretty cool. kind of shows uh, the relationship like with his father. You know, like his mother and father had more deep dive into that. So that's going to be a very good. Um, don't 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 tell all these uh, Northern California cultivators out here that name, because uh, that'll be the next hottest strain on the market. What, <laughs> that good. That's that good. Shang tree. <laughs> I was trying to say trailer. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so um, and then so before me and Sean, before me and Sean get into uh, Loki, uh, there's one more news actually involving me and Sean. So, Sean, I'm sure you haven't even finished the damn show. You still have the DVDs somewhere. <laughs> I probably still got your season eight somewhere. <laughs> 
<laughs> season eight. I don't know. I think you have. I think he gave you nine and ten too. I don't know. Whatever. But uh, I guess Tom Welling, uh, who played uh, Clark Kent Superman in Smallville for ten seasons, he was on a cameo, and he said like, you know, keep this hush hush or whatever. But like me and Michael Rosenbaum, who played, uh, you know, he voices the Flash in some of these movies, and he was Lex Luthor in Smallville. Like we're getting together, and you know, like we're working on this uh, animated series for Smallville. And uh, it actually got out to Twitter, and now it's a whole big thing. So apparently, uh, Tom Welling, they're working on uh, it's in the works as a, an animated a Smallville series. There's no, you know, definitive answer on whether it's actually true or if they're going to be just kind of redoing what Smallville was, or if they're going to be continuing it from season, you know, after season ten. But that's pretty exciting. I actually have the article open, uh, kind of couple quick notes on it tom mm-hmm. welling confirms that a small smallville animated series in development which he's creating along you know michael rosenbaum the smallville animated series was first mentioned by the pair back in 2018 oh cool okay uh see anything else they're back then a couple yeah just quick notes on smallville speaking of the show which, oh man it i actually should have finished it and who i probably should 217 episodes bro that is crazy 217 episodes they're so the hour-long ones so they're like 45 minutes you know with commercials and it it's 10 seasons of and it's like flash it's like 20 to 22 episodes a season you know you don't see that anymore of of all these shows that are up for awards you know you have the boys there are 10 episodes you have you know um what are some other, you know, like the Game of Thrones Lions. last season was like, you know, six episodes. Mayans, 10 episodes. Sons of Anarchy was like 10 episodes a season. It's crazy. It was like two and a half months. You're like, oh, shit, it's I done. Think production just what takes longer now. No, I, well, I don't know. I mean, who knows? But uh, any uh, you guys have any anything else quick before we get into Loki? Uh, just a couple. I guess you kind of knocked on the small things. I know other movies. John Wick 4 is going to mm-hmm. start filming. Uh, Clay from Sons of Anarchy, Ron Perlman, will be a voice of one of the Transformers in the new Transformers Rise of the Beast. So, you know, another big name that will be in that movie. It looks like in the Batman uh, upcoming movie, which we can't wait with Robert Pattinson. I said it correctly, right? I guess the Batmobile actually broke down on the set (laughs) while they were were doing... uh, some of the filming, so they had to get that fixed up. I guess it caused a little delays, but no, other than like these small little things, man, just excited. We have all these movies. I mean, shoot, I know we're all excited for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Definitely gonna be interesting how they're gonna do that. Yeah, we get Black Widow this month on Disney Black Plus. Widow, we get, yes, sir. Uh, Jungle Cruise this month on Disney Plus. We get um, Monsters, Monsters at Work or whatever. Uh, the the new Disney Plus series, animated series. So another thing from Monsters Inc. That's amazing. Did you see who is going to be the villain for Shazam 2, by the way? Mr. M- no. Is it uh. Mr. Mind or whatever? Like, shouldn't it be well, like, from seeing, the first one? I'm actually looking on, you know, one of our famous websites with a lot of great news. I think says, I know this. It says right here it's going to be, oh my gosh, ads, 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 Mark's favorite. It looks like it's going to be, how, who is it's it? It's going to be, what's his name? It says. It's like a Greek god or something. Helen Mirren. Spotted oh, as yeah. villain, daughter of Atlas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we reported that. I forgot what her name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot. We did. Just want to make sure we did, because I know it actually yeah. said something, about something new. But, yeah, other than that, man, just a lot of these small little nitbits. And like you said, man, cool. Black Widow is the next one, brother. 
Yep. So as Mark uh, bags and boards his book live on YouTube and Twitch, check him out. Uh, <laughs> this is a tutorial, guys, on how to bag yeah. and board. Me and uh, dude, I have so many. I think I it's it's one. It's, you guys are gonna get a picture of like just the whole floor freaking just laid out of. I it's got to be at least sixty to seventy books. I have not right. done it in a while. So uh, Sean Loki episodes two and three, uh, we're we're they're getting it's getting better. Um, but it's still not like enough for me to be like, come on, dude, like things need to start happening. Like the whole thing, like so I heard cook, this on cook, cook beats might have something else to say on the second and third episode. Well, I, or mean, what? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Sean, but episode three, when they were like walking through the, the, the dying planet. Right. And when they were on yes. the train, just kind of chilling and talking. Right. I heard this on the fat man beyond. It kind of looked like a COVID episode to where there weren't many other characters and it was just like two people kind of socially distanced and then walking and talking the whole freaking episode. You know what I'm saying? It, it kind of looked like a COVID episode, you know? So, um, but it's, I mean, it's pretty cool. Like, how are they going to get off that planet? You know, like, like, so to speak. So, so that's the, so she's the variant, you know? And have you watched number three yet? Sorry. Yeah, no, I know. I watched number three. Yeah. So okay, number four, sure. I know what I can talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So number three. Yeah. So he uh, kind of unveils that he's bisexual, but it wasn't a mystery to us because going to like, like, you know, Greek mythology, all these gods and stuff like, come on, dude, they're screwing they everything, everything in sight. They're all naked and they're all good. And you know, you see the paintings, all, all the old school stuff. They're all effing each other. Come on. Come on now. Um, but anyway, so what so what else did you like about the episodes? Uh, I actually like that. He's kind of like, oh, I'm with the variant now. We know who the variant is. And I actually like how it really quick transitioned from episode two to episode three. The way that, oh my God, just Wedding Crasher guy. What the hell is his name? I am Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. I love how his mindset is kind of like, hold on. Who is the bad guy here? Who is yeah. the real bad guy here? Yeah. Her plan, though, was dope. How like it just set everything off. It was like, uh, and then and you see the timeline like, we're like, whoa, come on, what is Everyone happening? was going crazy, bro. Yeah, it, it, no, it that that was pretty dope. But yeah, they're on. Uh, he randomly sent them to some planet that's gonna crash into. It's vice. It's either vice versa. It's like they're on the moon, and the planet's gonna crash I'm into it, or already. vice versa, or they're on the planet and the moon's gonna crash into it. So yeah, they have a few hours before, and then and then sh- and sure enough, the the shuttle that's supposed to take them to safety. The last one explodes and they're just standing there like, uh, what the hell? So by the time people watch, listen to this episode of the podcast in their ears, you might have already seen episode four, but we won't, we're only up to episode three. But you can tell, obviously, too, when you see in the variant in episode two, you can see like, OK, this isn't a bad, bad guy. Like there's a, a bad chick, you know, the Wokey. But it's. I don't know. I knew I knew immediately that seemed too good and too quick. Oh, he got with the variant. Oh, we got the bad guy. I'm like, nah, man, there's something else that's going on yeah. here. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just waiting for them to finally do something about like this whole multiversal thing. Like, I know it's going to tie into freaking Doctor Strange, Wanda, like, hurry up. You know, it's going to be, you know, like, how the hell else are they going to have the other super the Spider-Man in the Spider-Man movie? Like, come on, like something's got to happen to where it, this this finally opens up Pandora's box for endless possibilities going forward in the MCU. Well, I mean, even in just an episode one, I mean, I have to go back to episode one and we referenced it a couple episodes back when you just see him like handcuffs, you're seeing like flashbacks of like. You know, he was the reason why his mom died. It referenced yeah. a whole bunch of these Marvel things, him dying. So it's just like it's going to eventually start transitioning into obviously bringing all these multiverses together. And it's going to for sure start bringing exactly probably the Doctor Strange's. I mean, are we going to see Thor? I mean, yeah. 
anything will surprise me to be quite yeah, honest that's true uh but episode four is out so everyone enjoy but th- that's the news and that's the comics entertainment side and that ladies and gentlemen is the end of episode 118 100 uh, kyle bush as mark uh, put it before the episode Ooh. started so um uh, gentlemen, it's been a fun night. Uh, quite early too. I'm I'm glad to say, compared to last week uh, when you guys were recording, I kept hearing, "Oh, it's almost midnight here." But just past 10, it's just right around 10:15 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Gentlemen, take us away for another fire week of colliding the worlds of sports and comics. Episode 118. The Comic Bookies podcast is one of the best nights of the week for us three to come together and do what we love to do: colliding the world of sports and comics. Mark going to Mexico this weekend. Have a great, great safe trip and a great time. Again, we're happy Danielle is feeling a whole lot better. We can't wait to hear about the parade for the lovely Maddie. And, of course, I can't wait to hopefully have a poll and have some interaction for the fans and what you guys think my beautiful wife Marissa and I are going to have. We are super excited for this weekend. And the podcast, man, just keep supporting us, guys. This is something that, again, we just love to do. You guys see all the short videos on YouTube. Mike's is awesome with that. And Mark and myself, we're going to keep doing what we do. Guys, just check us out. Keep interacting. Check out the Facebook. Check out the Instagram. You guys know all the social media information, which Mike will be giving to you shortly. (laughs) And we love you guys. Yeah, definitely. Check us out. Social media. I'll give it out. Uh, I'll give out uh, at the comic bookies. Uh, on Twitter at the comic bookies on Instagram at the com- or comic bookies the comic bookies at gmail.com if you want to email us if you want to interview if you want to do some networking in any way uh, let us know uh, like I said half of the year is gone make sure you make uh, good plans and that you make uh, and that you just uh, set goals for yourself coming up in this uh, second half of the year as we deal with us uh, variants and all types of stuff going on but make sure you enjoy it and enjoy you know the nba finals coming up we're already in the stanley cup uh tampa bay looking like they're gonna take a pretty convincing win here if they can hold on but suns are in let's see if atlanta and milwaukee can get in you guys enjoy it enjoy road america and enjoy all these books that were dropped today on new comic book wednesday Thank you, guys. As always, Mike will probably let us know if there's another country, if there's another city. If anything is happening under over the world, if one of our footy fans in the Euro Cup listened to us. But nonetheless, thank you, fans. Uh, we love you. 118 has been great. Um, and, yeah, appreciate all the time. And uh, I'll see you guys in two weeks. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it's been great. Uh, Coming back this week, Mark, we will miss you. Uh, but I will say, no new countries, but we do have a second. Of course, the Bay Area is always going to be our number one downloader in the United States. But over the last 10 episodes, Orlando and Daytona Beach are our second highest downloaded area in the United States. So three time zones away, you know, what what's that? Four three thousand miles away, all the way down uh, where the Daytona 500 is raced mm-hmm. is our second highest downloaded episode. But I uh, hope everyone has a fun and safe Fourth of July weekend. So please celebrate our country's Independence Day uh, safely. Please everyone return and watch and listen to the show with all ten of your digits still attached. But for Mark and Sean, this is Mike. This has been the Comic Boogies Podcast. Enjoy the sports, enjoy the comics, and enjoy each other. Happy Fourth, everyone. Peace. And always enjoy each other.
And since 1776, this has been the home of the brave and the land of the free. So get out there, celebrate this independence that this great country serves us. And uh, thank you guys. And like Mike said, come back with all your with all your limbs and all your fingers. We love you. Go America.